On this week's episode of Miracles and Rivalries, we recap week one of college football. We break down the fall of Dabo Sweeney and the Clemson fake Tigers. We talk Colorado and Deion Sanders. We'll break down this week of college football picks as well as NFL week one picks and any final futures. Let's ride. Right, cowboy. We're 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 all over the place. We're recording on Friday. Friday. Welcome to your intervention. We need to talk about your drinking habits and why you missed work yesterday. Yeah, I, I will admit the first step is admitting I've got a little bit of a problem. <laughs> uh, that being a medical problem. Yeah, um, migraines. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, I was on the uh, IR last last night, and uh, unfortunately, we. Uh, it kind of sucks that we we had picks last night too. So good, yeah. But mine didn't know, hit, so I can't say your yours did. So I don't know. I got to give a real shout out to um, Mr. Jeffrey Pope, little listener on that one. Uh, he he texted me yesterday and he's like, "I, I got to go Lions plus one eighty five. Mm. I was like, "Well, anytime a Pope gives me the message, I'm gonna have to act on it." So you gotta take it. That was definitely a game, you know, it's it's already happened, so I guess we can talk about it. Yeah. The, I think everybody wanted the over in Kansas City. That was chalk. And we should know better by now. Yes. You take the opposite of the chalk, especially week one. Like, come on. Like, week one, it's the ring ceremony night. Yeah. 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 I, it, I don't know. Especially when they announced Kelsey wasn't playing. I was like, well, there goes the over. Yeah. And, yeah, I've. Screw it. Let's go Lions money line. Like it's crazy how significant of a player he is. Like those everything you sent me. I watched some more. Like just, uh, just breakdown. I mean that was horrible. That was like watching. I, I bet with the Cardinals look better with Josh Dobbs. <laughs> I mean that was horrible. That was just bad. Yeah, so, uh, that that but, was it was tough to watch. In that honestly, if you just take Kadarius Tony off the field. Yeah. If you just take him off the field entirely, yeah. Honestly, the Chiefs might win just minus him. Like that's yeah. former that, New York that, Giant. They gave up. Did they give up a lot for him? I I, I don't remember. They did. I, it was just kind of like I don't remember. He was a first round pick, wasn't he? he? He's about as he he's super athletic. He's really talented, and last night he had dicks for hands. Is what what we saw last night. Yeah. So he was. He was a first round draft pick, pick twenty. Out of Florida. Yeah, he did go to Florida. Yeah. yeah well, Florida. Speaking that of game Florida. happened last night. Um, so I just figured we go ahead and knock it out. Yeah. Let's talk about the college football week that we had last week. That was exciting. That was everything. I didn't do well uh, gambling wise, but I it was just a fun. I, I don't I can't remember the last time I had that much fun watching college football. I don't know if it's because I was with a bunch of guys and we were just like glued to the TV. And we were watching it, but that was just even as my bets were like not cashing, I was smiling because it was just like, okay, this is exciting. Like this yeah. was it was great. Um, 
How did you do? Um, I had a very up and down weekend. Overall, I ended up. Um, that is in large part due to Duke and Florida State really pulling through for me. But on Saturday alone, I was down a few units. Uh, it was it was I was all over the map. Yeah. It was a uh, kind of a rocky weekend, but I'll agree with you. It was very fun. We were at the beach, and I was able to watch pretty much all day Saturday. Um, I took a I took a break around the three o'clock hour to go hit up all you can eat sushi. So mm. that was worth it. So going to get donuts on the beach Saturday morning, coming back, watching game day in the first round of games hitting up all you can eat sushi and then all the rest of the games that day kind of was a perfect saturday for me that's that's about a damn perfect saturday that was it was damn good you're just watching out you have the beach out of one side and you have the t we had two tvs set up in the condo like yeah. or the Airbnb. did you see me did you did you see me waving off the the boat offshore i was i was on the backside uh, throwing up a grilled cheese that i was made yeah. Um, did you see me do that? Did you see me throw up? I didn't see you out there in the Gulf. <laughs> How far out did y'all go though? You didn't go that we, far. We uh, we could see the shore the whole time. So oh, snapper God. season, yeah, snapper Jeez, season ended. La- I know it ended like three weeks ago. So we were only fishing for like bee liners and some other fish. We were probably seven miles off the shore. Yeah, like you, you could, could you could still see the beach. Yeah, well, say, I mean I got sick, but we were forty miles offshore when I got yeah. sick. Hey, right. those waves are those waves are no joke though. I mean, it, it was choppy. I mean, yeah. I could look out there and see how choppy it was yeah. from you know just on the shore. So I can imagine, you know, you're kind of yeah where you were at. Yeah. So when I, we got back, I planted my butt on the couch and we just finished watching games. So I didn't really watch the early stuff. I, I caught on a little bit later and get to watch Georgia. The exciting game that I know we both didn't hit was the Texas Tech uh, oh. Wyoming game. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, but it was I, I cool. Have, it was cool. Yeah, sure. I mean, if losing money is cool, then yeah, I'd have been. You know, you know I'm, why? I, I don't know why you took it, but I took it because uh, Tom Fernelli, like, basically put his life on that pick. He yeah. was so confident, and I was like, oh well, he's a pretty smart guy. He's Did you see his record last week? Uh, yeah, I don't think he he didn't win a game he there. He won like. One in thirteen. One in the yeah, like one in twelve. Oh yeah, yeah. I will yeah. never be following his picks. So and <laughs> I watched. I watch their show every every week. I watch all of their shows, and yeah. they, as a podcast, they were still up. And uh, last year, overall, they were up. Like, yeah. it's good analysis. I I enjoy listening to those guys, but it was just it got to a point where it was like. When you're so bad, you're just rooting for yourself to lose. Like going yeah. over when you have 14 games on your card is as impressive as going 14. Yeah. Ultimately, it yeah. really is. But what's frustrating is those guys get paid like million. Nah, maybe you think millions no. of dollars. You don't think so? No, I mean they're hired. They work at they work at CBS. I mean he's a he works at CBS. Yeah, I mean he makes more than I do. I can, I, can, I can confidently say that, but he's probably uh, on like a half million dollar deal or something like that. I don't fair, know. You know, the folks that, you know, we watch all the barstool stuff. I mean, yeah. Portmore is worth 500 million and his picks were straight shit this last yeah. week. So he, he just closes his eyes and he, he, he does like legacy picks of like 
teams that might have been good or that he have hey, he's heard like a whiff of, which is yeah. kind of what I do. <laughs> when he's making picks, he's like, hold on. Who's their starting quarterback again? Or yeah. didn't they get a new coach? Okay, yeah, I'll pick them. And it's like, Wait what? A just take, just yeah. put it all on a dartboard and just throw darts at it. Just throw darts, yeah. yeah. Which is um, what I felt like, you know, TCU's defensive strategy was against Colorado is just yeah. against the dartboard. That's board. what I was going to pivot to was Colorado, Barstool. Um, that was impressive. I, I don't. You took TCU. Oh, yeah. TCU was my lock. Um, I didn't announce on the show, but in one of my other group messages, we like to put at least everyone will put a lock in the in the group chat or in the in the message, and I'll put a little parlay sprinkle on it. Um, I think we went three and two. I had one of the losers last week because I took TCU, and mm-hmm. I'm I'm in so Colorado has an offense that I expected. You have speed and talent on the outside. Shador is an accurate passer, but not the strongest arm. And they have athletes everywhere. Their offensive line isn't going to really play power football with you. I don't think that'll be part of their game plan all year. But it's like, looking at their roster, I could take a guess as to what type of offense they would bring to the table. And every time they threw a screen pass, a bubble, something to the outside, TCU would be like, oh my god. What are they doing? We've never seen this before. Oh, my God, they're getting the perimeter. How do we stop this? And it's like, what did you expect them to do? Yeah. This was, like, at a certain point, it's like, why are we still acting so shocked? Like, this is their game plan, and they're just out-executing you. It's embarrassing. I was curious how that went, because that was a game I missed. So, I guess that's what happened, is they just... Forgot to to know how to play football. TCU's tackling was extremely poor and their defensive scheme just looked out of sync. They were out of position. They were taking bad angles. They were late to the ball. The pursuit sucked. It just looked, Oh God, like they early on, I was like, okay, we're back and forth. Their defense will figure it out. But at a certain point late in the game, it just became a shootout. It's who it it was. Who's going to have the ball last. Yeah. So, yeah. You sucks. I, I, yeah, I took I took Colorado plus 20 and a half. Well, I'm kind of upset I didn't take because you, you told me last week you said just sprinkle some of the money line. I did that to Nebraska. I should have done the opposite. I should have taken Nebraska spread. They covered and didn't win. Mm-hmm. Colorado won outright. I just took the spread 20 points. Yeah. So, you know, oopsie. But no, that's okay. It, yeah. we're, we're learning and. Now, do I think Colorado being jumped up the polls to like 20? What are they, like 20 or 23, something like that? Uh, actually, I had the, I had the polls I right it. here. Um, it's, been a, it's been a hell of a week. Um, I don't have it off the top of my head, but. I don't think it, I think it was like 20. It depends on which. I think AP. Yeah. Let's I see. think that's an overreaction. I think over the course of the year, we're at most looking at a six and six team, and I think we're going to really learn that TCU is TCU is not a great program. Last year, they had a good team that capitalized on opportunity, but I don't think we're going to look back or remember that as a great team, and we're not going to label TCU as a great program. There's a difference that we've seen. We've seen teams that have great teams that compete, and then schools that are great programs. Yeah. TCU 
a great program. We're going to look back and think if TCU is six and six or five and seven this year after what I saw week one, wouldn't shock me. And that really detracts from what Colorado did. Now, granted, they were a 20 point underdog, but in week one, I don't know how much weight we can put on spreads that big sometimes. Yeah. Uh, But that's so big for them. But want to take away from what they did they were 111 last year they revamped the entire roster no one gave them a sh- game game a shot and yeah. they so stuck it to see you so good for them 22 in the ap 25 in the coaches i think that's probably given 25 i give them 25 uh, they're right behind duke old duke I was, I, I was this stuck. is what's this is what's stupid duke is still ranked Okay, so Clemson is still ranked higher than Duke in the coaches' poll. How is that okay? How is that? How is that legal? Where does that make sense? It doesn't. It, it makes it. That's frustrating. That's <laughs> so stupid. Okay, well, that was the. Those are the two. Obviously, our teams dominant. Hey, let me just give you a shout out. Auburn. Auburn looked good. I know it's UMass. Business. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Business. Yeah, they. I was watching with an Auburn guy, and he was breaking it down like you do and the excitement and I, and I wanted to, <laughs> I think I did tell him, I was like, I've seen this episode before Trent. I was like, you get all hyped up after a big win mm-hmm. over a crappy team. I mean, mm-hmm. They did look good. They look fast. They look very fast. They looked athletic. They looked like they were playing. Yeah. They're flying around the ball a little bit, which I, I, I haven't seen that in a little bit. So that yeah. was, yeah. You, you freeze uh, going ahead and, Getting the bonk to start the year. Yeah, getting on a reporter. <laughs> oh, it's funny though. I think it's funny. I think I think it's I think it uh, adds a little bit of spice to the program <laughs> because here's on. Hey, cuz there's one rule. There's one rule for you. They did have. They told him one thing he had to do is not be horny. And <laughs> that took one win. One win eliminated that rule. He was feeling he was feeling some type of way. Yeah, both of our teams took care of business. I think Georgia started off kind of slow. That was you had to have ESPN plus SEC premium uh, plus you had to be subscribed to the Athletic. But I did I was able to watch a little bit of it, and uh, I think it took a little bit of time for Carson Beck to yeah, kind of get settled. But once he did, it, I mean, it was it was fine, and they they did score. But that was our second team defense. So. Correct me if I'm wrong. I just uh, what I hear from a lot of Georgia fans so far is that you know, as far as the play calling goes, they're like, "Look, Bobo had a chance to learn last year, and the other system. Like he's been back around the program. You know, we have. You know, we think he's going to be improved. I'm not buying that narrative. I'm not either." You're, I I'm mean, so, old dog, good good luck teaching him new tricks. It's like, at one point, yeah. y'all hated him. like, yeah. And he had plenty of five stars on that roster. And like, I'm not trying to compare the two teams, really, but, like, he's had high-end quarterback talent and not done shit with it or yeah. found a way to skin. So, I'm like, I don't know that I'm buying that narrative. Yeah. yeah it, I'm not either. It's it, – it's almost like an uphill battle now because we're, you're going to notice that Todd Munkin's not the OC. You're, you're going to definitely notice. I've already noticed it. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to notice it even more. Yeah. This week we play. Uh, no, 
Ball State will still be fine, but South Carolina next week, you're going to say, oh, what the hell? Oh, what? Yeah. Y'all, no, well, y'all's defense is going to mantle South Carolina because I think they might have a bottom three offensive line in the the conference this year. Um, That's another team that got bullied week one. North Carolina, which sucks. That was a good game. That, I mean, I know it was lopsided. I know. Was, is their defense going to be any good? Yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, now I have to figure out, is South Carolina's offensive line actually that bad? Or is North Carolina's defensive line actually that improved? And are yeah. they actually physical up front? Yeah. I don't know. It's Gene Chizik, so I don't know. What, what can you say? Gene that's Chizik a, defense. I wouldn't, like, I like... I don't trust the narrative on that he's kind of backward. He's he's literally the Forrest Gump of college football. He's just yes. kind of been around some of the most notable teams in the last two decades. It's like, how the hell did this random guy just end up here? And yeah, like it's like what? Yeah, go, go through his coaching page and look at some of the teams he's been associated it's with. Interesting. Like, oh. Yeah, we did on Saturday. It was very interesting. We were like, wait a second, what? <laughs> yeah, I mean, he was at. Texas for the national title team. He had Cam Newton. He was on the 2000. He was the defense quarter in 04 for Auburn, that undefeated team that people argue should have gone to the national title. Like he's just kind of, and he sucked at Iowa state. He was bad. bad. You know, that three and nine year at Auburn. So it's like, he's taking time off though. It's it's like the, the gaps between like Auburn, North Carolina, the first route, and then North Carolina, North Carolina, again, the second route. It's like, I knew he was doing. I think he was doing media. Yeah, yeah, but and he was busy tweeting out his words of chisdom. I was like, chisdom. That was a good game too that I enjoyed watching. It was it was close, but you know, who else? Well, Florida State's good. Florida State good at football. LSU secondary bad at football. Yeah, that shocked me. I I was I was on LSU and I Brian Kelly's a fraud. I said it. So last year, it was supposed to be a fluke. <laughs> right. Because Florida State won last year by, like, what, a point? And then this year, it's like, okay, what the hell? Now, to be fair, LSU's weakest point, and I think I said this in last week's show, is I have serious question marks on their secondary. FSU has legitimately one, if not two, All-Americans receivers and another guy who can probably be all ACC or second team all ACC. So you put that group up against a questionable secondary in their first game, especially considering it's really in Florida States. That's more of a home field for them. Yeah. That's kind of how I expected that matchup to go, especially given that we have, you know, the, you know, Jordan Travis has been there for, it seems like half a century now. Yeah. Uh, that doesn't surprise me with that outcome. Do I think LSU can be that bad all year? No, because who else are they going to play that has that receiving group? Yeah. You know, I see where they still find their way to nine, ten wins, and this just looks like a bad mark, even though it just really was a very bad matchup that got exposed. They're also missing one of their top D linemen. So that can I will go either. tell you, they looked good on that first drive. They looked incredible on that first drive, and I was like, I think I even texted you. I was like, LSU, and then yeah. Yeah. after that, it was just. Uh, so I, I mean, I'm I'm high on Florida State. I think that's a matchup they can exploit. 
Yeah. And that's what their offense most of the year. They're um, staying up to number four. Yeah. Like that. That's that's about right. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, let's see. What what else happened? We touched on uh, oh Baylor lost. Baylor lost to former Auburn quarterback TJ Finley. Yeah. At te- Texas State. Like yeah. there are some and the more I dig into it because I so the show I alluded to earlier, that cover three show. They talked about this, and I went and did some digging afterward. And there is some weird stuff. And correct, correct me if you've heard this before. Um, there's some weird stuff going on at Baylor. There's uh, all weird stuff going not, on at Baylor. <laughs> not in the same context under, you know, yeah, you know, Satan himself, Art Bryles. Not in that same context. But, like, wait, there's weird stuff behind closed doors, and the vibes are off around this program. I haven't heard that one ever. Yeah. I've, digging into that, there's there's some serious issues there in coaching staff, players. Like that's like I I might be selling Baylor pretty hard the rest of the year based on some of that. Yeah, I uh, I'm not into. I, I don't I don't I didn't watch the game. I didn't know how bad of a, how bad. What was the score? Was it close? Not really. It was two touchdown difference. <laughs> Baylor was three touchdown favorite and they lost by two scores. Yeah, it's, I mean, the guy that got run out of Auburn for sucking beat Baylor. It's Speaking like, of what? backup quarterbacks that are finding their way in the state of Texas, uh, uh, fellow travelman uh, JT Daniels <laughs> made his debut for Rice. Yeah, oh, JT, yeah, that's the seventh school or whatever. That's, what a, what a career. Yeah. Uh, Journeyman. My That's God. Um, and then what else? Yeah, so bad week for the state of Texas. Uh, yeah, TCU lost. Uh, Baylor lost. Texas Tech lost. Uh, those all pissed me off. Um, we'll touch on Clemson, and then we'll preview We'll preview this week. Yeah, I, Clemson, I didn't even – I actually forgot that game was happening. That was a kind of a sneaky Monday night game. I got the notification. I was like, oh, yeah, we yeah. were already – I had gotten home. I think we were about two and a half episodes in the 90 Day Fiance, so we just kept rolling with that, and <laughs> I missed the entire game. But I was very happy to check this the uh, box score <laughs> at about 10 o'clock. Well, yeah, it, Clemson's offense also forgot they were playing. Yeah, and that's the best way I can describe that. Now, a lot of the takeaway has been, you know, Duke dominated them, and you know. Duke is maybe Clemson just is they got dominated across the board on all positions. I don't know that that's really the case. That that's not what I took away from the game. I took away that Clemson doesn't have the dudes. Clemson doesn't have a guy that's going to figure it out when they're down or backs against the wall. They're a team that's going to have to stay on schedule or on track the whole game. They're not going to be a a comeback team or a clutch team. They don't have the dudes, but there was a couple of drives where Clemson was moving the ball down the field before they fumbled both times. They were moving the ball on Duke, and Duke's offense went a little stagnant there for a good bit of the end of the first half, second half. So, I mean, yes, this, I think in this case, oddly enough, the scoreboard kind of lies on how close this game was. Because yeah. if if – 
Clemson just doesn't fumble one of those. They go in, and I think we're looking at a very different game because hmm. that's set up field position the other way for, for Duke. So I, 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 the way I see it is Clemson is not flashy. They don't have the guys. They don't have the speed. I still think they, they have a strong defense, but they got put in some bad spots. But ultimately, it looked like Clemson kind of checked out late. When they yeah. realized the comeback isn't happening, they kind of laid down and took it at that point. And that's just not a – honestly, it kind of reminded me of what A&M did last year at a certain point. Yeah. It's what I was kind of seeing. And that part I don't like. But Clemson's got to be a team that's got to be on schedule or ahead of the chains, ahead of the game to be successful. Uh, the receivers don't superly impress me. They're, they're pretty average. Um, and not to say that you can't win with, with average, but this isn't this thing. Like they're not having an elite dude walk through the door anytime soon. That's going to write that ship on offense. Yeah. It's, well, it, was just 13, not- it was 13 to seven going into the fourth quarter. So you're right. It, it was close. And then Duke scored 15 in the, in the fourth. Yeah. So, I mean, yep. it was one score game going to fourth. But they don't have the dudes. They yeah. kind of work where Clemson has a lot of, or excuse me, Duke has a lot of returning production on defense. They have a lot of senior guys on that, on those teams. They got a, got a lot of guys back from that nine and three team last year. They kind of had, they kind of kept their salt about them a little bit. Clemson didn't. Clemson pissed down the leg and forgot how to football. Hmm. And I think, I think that's a mentality thing. I think it's a lack of coaching thing. And I think, you can only promote from within so long on your staff before you realize it's like you've kind of created a bunch of coaching inbreeding in your own program and you don't even brought any outside ideas in and you haven't grown yeah. with the game. And ever since Dabo's bullshit little NIL comments, they've sucked. And that makes me a little bit happy. What was it? Name, image, God? No, he said, well, we've been we've been building NIL for a while around here. We've been we believe in NIL for a while. We believe in making a team that's in uh, God's name, his image and his likeness. And he said it was fucking little little Dabo smirk on his face like he look at me. I'm making a funny little joke. And he runs uh, he runs Clemson's program like a little private school in the suburbs of a city is what he's done. It's like. He's collecting we're not this transfers. We're not going to play this game. We we're going to do it our way in our little way. And how's that, how's that working out for him? Yeah, I, it's it's not, not it's not. He's uh he's keeping his seat warm there. He's going to line his pockets and waiting for old daddy saving to retire. God, please please go to Alabama. God, I would be so if I knew Auburn got to play against. We got to play against freaking Dabo Sweeney every year and his goofball looking ass sprinting down the field in his little freaking khakis and that's who is across the field from us god all but we would eat his shit we we, we eat his lunch we eat him you lunch. would I believe you would it would be it would be a new era of he just would not he would wither away with SEC rating him Oh, he would. I believe. Yeah, no, he definitely would. Stupid rock is up there in Clemson. You can't bring that with you, pal. Uh, him sprinting down the hill gets me every time. What well, a, that, such a look at me goofball. It, it is. That was it, though. That was uh, that was a good recap. That was like right on point with half the show. So let's go ahead and let's go ahead and roll into the 
week two of college football. I know you got a ton. I'm sticking to my five and five, so I'm I'm gonna be boring. Loser. Loser. Yep, that's me. I'm uh, I'm uh, I'm soft. I'm soft. Okay. I'll forgive you. Um. So yeah, let's roll into week two of college football and week one of NFL, which started one last night. Yes. That's that's what makes me happy. That right there, just whew. You know what's sad? I'm not actually gonna be able to sit down and watch all the games. I'm gonna watch them, but it's not gonna be like I want to sit down on my couch and watch them. It's so <laughs> I'm to wait another week for that. Mm. Um, okay, let's do. Let me just give you my five. Uh, yeah, give me give me yours first, and if I have a pick also in that game, I'll pick you back off of it. Okay, so I'm going to do the, uh, the five college football. So I'm going to go ahead and already – this is an insurance bet because I'm kind of getting nervous about my Vandy under win total. Oh, boy. I'm taking, I'm taking Vandy money line uh, at Wake Forest oh, plus the man. 15. That's right. Go doors. Uh, yeah, 315. Got Vandy to win outright at Wake Forest. Uh, <laughs> next one, JMU minus five and a half at Virginia. Virginia looked bad against Tennessee. I mean, we knew that they were going to be bad, but yeah. Th- but okay, hold on. Let me let me pull this up. I'm on it, James I, Madison. I didn't have that in front of me. Hold on, boy. You know, there was a lot of games I was expecting you to go through. That was not one of them. That was not it. Yeah, I dug a little bit. I did a little bit of research this week. A little bit. Yeah, forty-eight percent of the bets, sixty-seven percent of the money. I'm tracking seven sharp movements on there. No formula plays, but it's showing that the value is on. So I did well on JMU last year. They were new to the scene of Mm. FBS, and they were underrated. Now, I mean, they're favored here by basically a touchdown. But if you go look at their against the spread last year, I tailed them most of the time, and I did pretty well. So I'm going to just light that back up. And like I said, Virginia looked bad. I didn't mm-hmm. watch JMU play last week, so I don't, I don't know. Who knows? But kind of just. And what did you just tell me? You said that it, is there sharp movement? Yeah, I mean, are are you are you sharp now? I guess I'm a sharp. Yeah, are you a sharp better? Basically, I am. Oh my um, god! So that's that one. Next one. This one is just. I feel like everybody in the country is taking this, and it's moved so much since last week. But Colorado minus three at <laughs> <And> Nebraska. <laughs> I'm not touching that game. I'm not. I, I have to. I, I'm just going to ride Colorado until I lose. You're going to ride that Buffalo? I'm going to ride that Buffalo. Uh, fun, uh, fun nugget I got real quick. Colorado played Georgia in like 2006 in Athens, and they brought the Buffalo uh, to Athens. I was at that game. That's pretty cool. I didn't, yeah, I didn't I, That's pretty cool. I don't know if it was 2000. It might have been like 2005. Okay, let me. I'm gonna look this up and also continue my picks. Uh, next one, I've got over 68 and a half SMU at Oklahoma. That just seems like an over game, and Oklahoma put like a million points last week. <laughs> what do they score? Like 72 points? Yeah, they did. Um, oh boy, you're gonna talk me into that one, huh? And then my arm for an over. It just looks fun. Um, we like fun. Then my last pick, I am going with your Auburn Tigers, minus six and a half at Cal. Cal looked good last week, but I think that was kind of a fluff game. 
I watched that entire Auburn game and that Auburn team. Did I watch? Did we watch? Yeah, we we had it on. Yeah, we watched majority of it, and it yeah. was it was fun. So I'm taking them. Six I have six. zero action on Auburn Cal, Cal this week. I just that's a weird. This is weird. It's it's a it's a culture clash. It's a it is a culture clash. Like way crazy. out travel. I mean, it's I'm I'm not touching it. I just I'm, I can't bring myself to touch it. I mean, I wouldn't be. You could convince me of seven different outcomes from this game, and I would buy it. If you told me Auburn goes out there and looks lost and ends up losing by 10, I'd be like, yeah, I could see that. What went wrong? Okay, the passing attack didn't get going. They threw a couple picks late. Okay, that makes sense. You could tell me, hey, all, turns out the revamp on the offensive line is legitimate. They ran the ball for 250. They won by 20. Like, oh, my God. Hell, yeah. You could also tell me, hey, it was a rough first half. They only win by four. Or you could tell me Cal won in the last second field goal. All those, I would be like, yeah, that checks out. I like the I like the twenty. I might actually double down on Auburn and take some alternate yeah. lines. I mean, if the offensive line is legitimate as as I think they really are, and as solid as I think they really can be, I mean, I see them be able to run the ball, and I I believe the defense will travel fine. It's just yeah. what is the passing attack going to be? Net neutral, is it going to be a liability or is it actually going to provide some be an asset on the road this weekend? That's my question. Um, okay, so you gave your picks, those are my five. Okay, all right, deep I breath. Have, yeah, deep breath here. Sorry, and I have like my nose is stuffy, and like I said, I wasn't feeling great earlier in the week. It's been, it's been a tough week for me. Um, so I have a little five-way money sprinkle parlay, money line sprinkle parlay. And four dogs, one favorite, are are in this parlay. But one does contain the Friday game. I have Illinois money line. Um, I have, yeah, I think they go on the road. They beat Kansas. Uh, I like the I like the offense to travel. And I think, I think Illinois' offense is actually better this year than last year's. Um, also, just in this parlay, so I'll go through this section first. So, Illinois plus 130, Purdue plus 120, Georgia Southern minus 250, UConn plus 130, Vanderbilt plus 320. How much does that so, pay out, like units wise? Um, it's one to win 67. Oh, gosh. So, <laughs> oh my gosh. God, if, that, if that hits, I'm retiring from the season. I'm, I'm ending up 67 units and just parking the bus. Just like <laughs> road trip ins here, guys. <laughs> All righty then. I mean, I support you. <laughs> I, I think four of, I mean, I'm really asking for a lot with Vanderbilt. The other four I, I see at least giving myself a shot in, I, I like, but it's college football. I'm flipping a coin five times and hoping it comes up heads. I, that's what I'm doing here. Uh, okay, let's see what else we got. Um, so I'm trying not to breathe into the mic too much. Um, I have NC State plus the seven and a half and the over in that game. Um, Harvin's never won at NC State. He was at Wake for a while. He never won at NC State. I think NC State keeps us close. 
I know they're probably not as good as they were last year. I get that. But college football's weird, and where the hook lands at plus seven and a half, I'll take them and keep it within a touchdown, especially given the history of the quarterback play there. Um, over 51, I think this might be surprisingly back and forth. Um, I have Georgia laying the 42 and a half against Ball State. The win 49 nothing. That'll cash. Uh, I think it'll be fine. They have a lot they want to get done, and they want to make sure the offense is established going into conference play. I think Georgia has a few things they want to work on, and they'll execute that offense for a while. Oh, uh, we have Troy and Kansas State. I have the over 52. That game's at K-State. Um, that's, a, that's a pick I got from another show, and I trust my source on that one, so I'm sharing it as well. It's on my card. I'm riding with it. I have Miami plus four and a half. They're hosting A&M. We didn't really talk yeah, too much about this game, preview this. Um, yeah. yeah, there's a couple of big games that are on my card. We just didn't have preview yet. But Miami plus the four and a half. And the reason I have this because I also have the under 51. This was a low-scoring game last year, and I think they'll want to do that again this year. I don't know that A&M – I don't buy their offense yet. I need to see him on the road at least one time, so maybe I'm walking into my own trap on this one. But I was gonna say, how did they do last week? I don't, I don't even. I'm so they, disconnected. They played, they played a small school. They they put up points, but it's like I need to see. It. But going on the road at Miami is very different. <clears throat> and I say that I mean, hopefully Miami actually has fans in the stands. Oh. If they if it's actually home, if, if they actually pack the stadium like they say they will. Yeah, in Mexico. Yeah, they put up 52 against New Mexico. Yeah. Yeah. And they lost to UMass last week. Yeah, I, I don't have a lot of stock in that. Yeah. Zero. Sell. Sell. Yeah. So I'll, I'll, I'll take Georgia and what I think was, is going to be a slugfest as well. Yeah. I'll uh, be on. My Ole Miss goes to Tulane. Another weird SEC matchup this weekend. Yeah. Uh, Ole Miss at Tulane. I'll take Tulane plus the seven and a hook. And I have the over 67. I think this will be a very fun game. Points, 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 points. I want points. I want all the points, except in this next game, Cyhawk game, Iowa, Iowa State under thirty six and a half. Is it early this year? Is it earlier than normal? It's normally in the first month, I think. Okay, I just I, I usually I feel like I usually remember it being cold. I don't know. You might be thinking like Iowa, Wisconsin. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. You're thinking about thinking about the red and the yellow in the field. Yeah, that is what I'm thinking of. Under yeah. 36 and a half? Is that what it 36 is? 36 and a half. Ooh, that's kind of high. If, let's see if we have any players on the roster still point shaving. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> I hope so, too. Um, UTEP, I have them at Northwestern. I had I just have them flat money line. I want to see Northwestern be winless. I, I think they're just as bad, if not worse, than the Colorado team last year. What's like, the money line? That bad. What's the money line? Well, the spread's one and a half. Money line is oh. 105 and get minus 105. I have wow. better odds on money line than I do. And actually, this 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 total's moved. So now it's this week alone, it's moved two points. It was Northwestern plus one. Now it's Northwestern minus one. I'm just I have money line 105 on it. Interesting. That's so, pretty sad for that program. It is. It's not great. Uh, I'll say that. Uh, New Mexico State on the road at Liberty. 
under 53 and a half. I got a New Mexico team that wants to just run the ball, play defense, and they are going to grind the slow pace here, grind it to a halt. I'll take under 53 and a half. Um, I, I'm riding with you, SMU Oklahoma over 69. Nice. We'll take the over there. Nice. Uh, nice. UConn at Georgia State. UConn plus the three on the road. And you know what? Not while I'm playing. They're playing at Turner Field. They're playing at the Brave Stadium South. That's correct. Uh, <laughs> yes. Brave uh, South. So they're in the they're in the parlay. I'm adding them to my card straight up as well, plus the plus three. So I have both on here. Big UConn guy. I, hey, I mean, we don't yeah. have questions around here. Uh, next just, one. One of my. They just won a college basketball national champion. Chip. We're riding the high from that. Just big academic success yeah. program there. Uh, big athletic program. Yeah, just ride UConn. Go Huskies. Uh, let's see. But one of my favorite trends to fade is Gus Malzahn is a road favorite. So I will take Boise plus a three and a half against UCF. The game's in Boise. Oh, I would hammer that. Yeah. I might replace one of my picks. <laughs> That's... That Boise, Boise did get killed by Washington last week, but that Washington team was better than I thought they were going to be. I think that Washington team is, that is, that, that's is a, potentially the best in the conference. I like. Yeah, you're right. I, I think them and Oregon are the are the two best teams. Really, no. I, I know USC exists. I get that. Yeah, but it's those three and everybody else. I mean, it's oh, a drop can, off. You can make the case for Oregon State behind them and UCLA, but. It's it's those three teams that actually have true playoff aspirations, and I just I I know UCF is one dimensional going on the road across the country, and on this like if you just look at the games alone, it's like oh UCF schedule isn't terrible, but we went through in our preview show that's a lot of travel, and it kind of starts this week. I go across the country up there. I don't. Well, Michael Penix threw 450 yards and five touchdowns, so... UCF doesn't throw the ball. They only yeah. run. I'm just impressed by that stat line. I mean, he's good. I mean, yeah, newsflash. It's not, it's not breaking news. It's not a hot take, but... I think UCF being one-dimensional, they're going to have to throw the ball to win, and any time I've seen a Gus Malzahn team have to go on the road to throw the ball to win... Are they, are they somebody... Being successful... Oh, they're they're Big Twelve. Yeah, yeah. That's so confusing to me. They what did they yeah. do last week? Ah, well, they crushed Kent State, the other KSU. Yeah, Kent State, who just lost their head coach and um, to Colorado. Mm. So, yeah, I mean, I don't expect Kent State to be much. Uh, is they didn't really give us a look, but I'll take Boise in the points at home. Uh, I'm also taking. A food dish at home, taking rice plus nine and a half. Our mm. boy JT against Houston. I may even sprinkle a money line, um, just to Houston let down spot even more. It just this is not the Houston team that existed a few years ago, where the wait, they, was prolific. They, wait, Houston is a nine point favorite against Rice. 
It's down to eight now. I, I got Houston it. At barely beat UTSA last week, and I mean I, UTSA. Some with, I mean, they're pretty decent, but wow. I got four indicators lighting up Rice right now. I'm about to replace one of my picks then. Yeah, we got a bunch of professional money on on Rice as well. Forty eight percent of the tickets, eighty three percent of the money. People are all over Rice here. I'm all over Rice on this one. I got it early in the week, so I got the nine and a half. Um, honestly, I don't know that that'll be too much of an issue, but it, to take eight versus me at nine and a half, I think I would still take it at seven and a half. Yeah. I think as I have the hook there above the football number, I think I'd take it. Um, all right. We have Texas at Alabama this weekend. Yes, we do. The band will not be there. In Tuscaloosa. Nope, they won't be. They were not invited. Well, they were, but well, it doesn't break my heart at all. Okay. What do you got? What do you got on that? I didn't touch it. Yeah, I know you didn't, but I did. I did, and I am. And yep, Alabama lay the points. Just okay. Last year, last year, I you know. So, so last year I took Bama and the points on the – I took Bama and laid the points on the road. And conventional wisdom would be like, okay, well, we zigged. Let's zag now. And I'm just not going to do that. I'm, I'm going to stick with Bama to cover in a big game. Yeah. And seven points? I'm going to stick to So I can see where this might be a, a close game, like a first half under – which, as I'm looking at 27.5, actually feed that to me. First half under 27.5. I'm going to go ahead and add that to the card while we're talking. I can see where this is going to be a very grinded out, you know, punch, counter, punch, slugfest early. Yeah. Because this Bama team is going to remind me a lot of the early 2010s team that maybe isn't prolific passing the ball but they're just going to smash the ball right at you until you finally wear down. And that late third quarter, early fourth is when the dam will eventually break loose there. Bama may have the best offensive line on paper, at least in the country. I think yeah. this, I think this, they're going to be, so kind of talked about how Georgia has this weird thing where they'll kind of play up or down a competition. It's like when you challenge them, you're going to get their best, and their best will be the breaks off of anybody. I think Alabama's offensive line might get that this week where they have a legit challenge at home, and you kind of rise to that occasion. I hate – I've said way too many nice things about Alabama, so I'm going to stop there. But bet yeah. on minus seven. I was starting to get a little uh, hot and heavy because you were just, just – Oh, still, you yeah. Were, you were getting a little romantic about it. I was like, what is what, – what? Are you okay? I know you said you're sick, but okay, calm I, down over there. I like winning money. I'm yeah. gonna tell you. I mean, there's sharp movement on Alabama, which is kind of a. I feel like that's uh, just a silly thing to say out loud. <laughs> yeah, normally it's there's big money, and then it's you try to get cute and fade them. That's well, just, it looks like all, all the money is on. I mean, money's on Texas. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Normally, and so in most cases, it's, it's switched. Right. In most cases, everyone's like, oh, it's Alabama. Put the money on Bama. And then you get some cute betters that are like, oh, no, let's fade Bama. And they try to pick their spots on it. And this time it's around everyone's. 
and I and I hope it's not because I'm. I mean, my preseason take was uh, Texas isn't back. I I think Texas is good, but not that good. And I hope being married to that take isn't going to screw me here. Well, we and picked that, the other Texas. We 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 picked Texas Tech, and they got smacked and freaking. Okay. Well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I quit. Um, None of the Texases are back, is what I'm saying. The state of that, Texas is not back. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. You know what? Yeah. Yep. Yep. No, nothing in Texas. Nothing in Texas. Okay. Texas uh, sucks. Screw them. Uh, oh, uh, excuse me. Oregon at Texas Tech. I'm taking the over 68 in that game. That's a big number. It's a big number for a reason. Yeah. I Texas Tech is going to be playing pissed off, high-flying offense. I think they're going to I mean, I hope so. make a point here. I I love Oregon's offense, so to go down there and create some oh, kind yeah. of havoc. Little, little Bo Nix action? I really like the matchup here for, for Oregon's offense. I think Oregon's going to crush them based on what I saw last week with Texas Tech. Yeah, but... but and it's college football. College it's players, college. Like, college teams are not linear when it comes to... I know results in the field like it's so it's in a range it's i saw i saw wyoming play to what's probably their ceiling and i saw texas tech play to like their bottom 30 percent but yeah. what's texas tech so if they zag this week and i get texas i get texas tech at their you know their their 90 percent game and i get oregon at a 50 percent game oh well suddenly that that number hovering on a score difference is like oh shit that's that's where you get a game it's yeah there's layers to it and I'm just trying to I mean because also these are college kids so much weird stuff affects their lives affects their mindset affects how they're playing going to a game it, it impacts how they're focused what you know how they travel to and from games like there's so much weird stuff yeah so, no, you're right you're right. But, I, I'm getting. I just that game was the Texas Tech Wyoming. Just it was. It was a good game, but it was like I said, it was a very good game. Yeah, fantastic. Game. Uh, Washington State uh, plus the six. They're hosting Wisconsin. Wisconsin's passing attack hasn't really taken off yet. They can run the ball. Yeah, but if you remember Washington ball, State beat them last year. So yeah. I'll take them plus six at home this time. Uh, Sam Houston. Uh, plus the 14 at hope against Air Force. I have the over 37 in that game. Uh, the game's at St. Houston. Uh, Florida State team total over 41.5. They're hosting Southern Miss. Basically, the question is, does Florida State score six touchdowns this weekend? Probably. Okay, we'll, we'll take that over on the team total then. Glad you agreed. Over 41.5. Um, USC laying the points against Stanford. Uh, that game's at home. Uh, Stanford, I know they went and took care of business on the island. But, again, I think this is a zigzag, zigzag. We're coming off of that high, coming back to USC, USC ramping up. I think I get a top, you know, third game from USC. A mid or worse game from Stanford gives me a pretty good cover. And USC is going to look to continue working on the tackling. I'll take USC in the points here. Okay. And that's my college card. I have five or six NFL picks. I'll let you go first on NFL. NFL. Okay, well, one was last night. It was uh, – I've got five. One was last night. I took the over in that game. 
should have should have hit, but Travis Kelsey wasn't playing, and that's uh, so why I'm wearing my lion blue today. Yeah. Hey, the lions are here. All right, right I'll give my other four. Um, uh, let's just go in order. So I've got the under forty-one and a half uh, Niners at Steelers. I just see that being a defensive. Just. I don't hate that. Yeah, it's just kind of a one o'clock loss game. It's a it's a cool, also weird, interesting stat I heard today. Uh, this is Pittsburgh's first home opener since 2014. I don't know if that really makes a difference on the over-under, but I just thought it was interesting. It's interesting. Um, I'll give you interesting. Yeah. Next one, I've got I've got Rams plus 200 at Seattle. I I know Cooper Cup's hurt. I know that that team is questionable, but. I like the money line. I, I like them to win outright. I think maybe we see the true Seahawks. I think last year is might this, have been a little is bit this of a play on similar to how our preconceived notions of last year of like so like last night, right? We took it as well. The Lions are still a lovable loser. The Chiefs are the world champions. There's no way they don't cover four and a half at home, right? We have these preconceived notions, even though a lot can change in an off season. A lot can change and, first yes. year. Yeah, we're just flipping that for this one. I don't hate that strategy, especially in week one. I don't hate the idea of fading teams that maybe overperformed to what the metrics suggested for the last year. Because these metrics and these numbers and these win totals are all based on so many numbers compiled together. Like the love, like the the confidence interval in those, not to get too nerdy about it. But it, like they they kind of hone those in so well with those formulas that you know it's rare for a team to overperform back to back years because it'll adjust for that. So I don't hate the pick of saying, "Hey, I think Seattle maybe kind of shot their wad last year." I yeah, I, I I do. I think that they were they well they overperformed and we're basing it off of the Rams are supposed to be one of the worst teams in the league. I mean, we're forgetting they just they won the Super Bowl two seasons ago. A lot of that team is not the same, but I mean Stafford's still there. So, McVay's still so there. Stafford's still there, and I think he's still got something to prove. Like, hey, I still got a little bit left in the tank. And to be on and kind of your take on this and what I'm agreeing with is. It's not necessarily fading Seattle. It's fading Geno in that yeah. Seattle might still be – they might perform to kind of their, that median outcome. But if Geno underperforms and that's what brings him back to center, that's where a game like this could get away from him. Yeah. So that will be something I want to keep an eye on for this year is how many teams that overperformed last year relative to expectation – are they trending below the line this year? Yeah. And is that a trend I can hop on and and bet against certain players or yeah. I mean, match smart enough. That? We're smart enough to know. I mean, the league, it's a business. And I, I, we, we've been a lot around long enough to know that teams like, like the Rams and Broncos last year were not good. I'm willing to bet they overperform. I don't know. Well, I haven't looked at their win total over-unders. I know. We dove into that a couple episodes ago, but I think that they'll they'll do a lot better than they did. I mean, that's just my take. So if you're getting um, hundred, I'd say you've got good value. The line is down to four and a half. Normally, I would see that later, a little bit under the two hundred money line mark. Yeah. Um, yeah. So plus two hundred. In the app, I can kind of track formulas 
that are proven or serve different systems um, that kind of speak to like overall trends across the sport. And there is a system play. It's a road dog in a low total game after a bad season. So kind of, I didn't even see this light up before I went on my little tangent there for a second, but essentially teams that perform below their below what, you know, we thought was going to be the average outcome last year. Where's the bounce back? And this system has a 59% win percentage and a 16% ROI. That's pretty good on the NFL. That's about as good as you're going to get on a system in the NFL. So it's science. It's science. So for that reason, I won't go money line, but I'll lay the, I'll take the four and a half uh, for the Rams at Seattle. I'll ride with you on that one. Right. Last two I've got uh, Eagles minus three and a half at Pats. I think, I think Philly's, uh, you got Patriots. Yeah. For the same reason I just went over. Yeah, I know you're right. Well, I do know the trend of Super Bowl losers typically, that hangover is sometimes worse than the Super Bowl winner. And yeah, I mean, if, what what did I get it at three and a half? I just, I believe in Jalen Hurts. Like, I, I, I believe in that defense, that loaded Georgia Bulldog Eagle defense. So I got, I got it at four in, in my notes. And I mean, I'm probably going to go to hell for this. I'm, I've just been jerking off. Alabama folks. Yeah, you have. The last 20 minutes, like, I'm going to back to the hell, you know, Auburn hell, which was basically what the 2017 season was, but you get it. Um, I said new era offensively in New England. Um, they no longer have a dumbass D coordinator calling plays. Maybe a, uh, a, maybe a slow start and a hangover for Philly. Mac redemption tour, New England back, question mark. Mac redemption tour, yeah, I could, I mean... I, I don't know. I, I just think I think the Pats could be better than they were last year. I think that there's definitely gonna be some improvement, but I think Philly's still there as like it that they're the powerhouse of the entire NFC conference. Like I, I'm not debating that. Yeah. At the end of the year I'm gonna look up and see if Philly's a twelve win team. I'm I'm yeah. not like arguing that. But yeah. maybe they look slow or play games that are too close in September or they have an oopsies or a screw around game early. Yeah, I fully believe that's gonna happen though. Yeah. So I'll take the pats. Okay. And then last pick. Yeah. Last pick I've got uh I will be at this game. So I've got to take Bills minus two and a half. Jesus Christ. At at Life at the Jets. Wanted to take the Jets. Honestly, I hope like, like you'll have to tell me what that environment is like, given that it's, you know, the night of 9-11 that you'll be in. And I'm sure they're going to have like, you'll be it's in. It's going to be very emotional. I like, I, I want to hear the story on next week's show about like that whole, like, like what yeah. that was like. Because I'm I, excited. I, be very emotional. It's going to be emotional. It's going to be good. This is going to sound weird. I got a couple of my Clash of Clans buddies might be there, so I might meet up with them so I could actually tailgate. <laughs> yeah. Freaking nerd. <laughs> but I really want to tailgate so I could – and if we can get a video of me jumping off the back of a truck into a, a folding table, please, um, we could post it on the uh, podcast TikTok. 
Yes, the one that we never post on anymore. Yes. Oh yeah, that was the dead account. It's it's dead, but it's fine. Um, well, it sucks because I have I have the Jets mm. because well, Jets Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> well, that team was good, but here's my here's my thing. They're gonna need some time to settle in. It's a that's a bad first matchup for that team because I mean I, the Bills. One of these years, it's got to hit. You can't tell me that they're not going to get. They've been saying that about Dallas for thirty years. Nah, uh, like, I'm not. I don't want to compare like, them to Dallas. Don't be married to like this prophecy of like it's got to hit. Like it doesn't have. Oh, I'm, mar- to. I'm married to it. Did you see the Chris Berman Dallas fans have said that for twenty years? It's got to hit eventually. It sure as shit doesn't. <laughs> did you see the Chris Berman like the Godfather thing? He he did a he did a whole video for the Bills. No, did like, he really? Yeah, he did a video yeah. just for them, like it's their season. It, it was funny. actually pretty cool. Yeah. Also, I'm I'm not gonna fade the Jets on 9/11. Um, it's also a New York team. It's a New York team on 9/11. See, I'm not even thinking about that. I, but you're right. That's a good. It's a good point. Yes, that's that's exactly. Like, and I get technically Buffalo is a state of New York team, but this is a. Honestly, they're more New York than the Jets, if you think about it, because the Jets oh, yeah. are in New Jersey. Yeah. So yeah, the, Gi- the Giants. I don't like. Yeah. They, Does this they count play. as a dead mascot game? Oh, gosh. <laughs> Anyhow, Jets plus two and a half. I also have the Giants this weekend plus three and a half uh, because New York teams on a memorial type weekend. Uh, yeah. Also, it's Dallas on the road because why would I ever take Dallas on the freaking road? Yeah, I just smart. after after Dallas put me through that hellhole, watching them in the playoffs last year, the battery Horrible. trying to lose my ever loving mind at Dak Prescott, looking about as mediocre ever. Like, I I just I can't pick them. I can't deal with their garbage. Screw them. Um, while you were ranting, I'm trying to look up how New York teams perform on 9/11. Um. <laughs> There's no, there's, there's nothing out there on it, which is kind of disappointing. You think that's that'd a, be some that's sort of? Like, I don't even have any over unders. I just took sides this weekend. It's yeah. probably stupid. Um, don't really care. I'm gonna be locked into my fantasy teams. Just kidding. They both probably are gonna suck. Um, no, yeah. tell us about your fantasy team. No, I'm not gonna do that. You sure? I'm sure. I'm not that guy. Hey, should we tell everyone our secret? God, that sounded no. weird. It did. But this is where we should end. You just made it really awkward. Every- you to- no, you don't want to? You don't share? No. I'm talking about our fantasy team. I I know where you're going with that. It just you presented that so creepy. <laughs> uh Cowboy and Pilot have his little secret. <laughs> we're we're co owners. We adopted we adopted uh twelve grown men together. This is just <laughs> slowly getting worse and worse and worse. Yeah, my, my dinner's ready. I co-own. You just text me for random advice, and I tell you what to do, and you're just kind of like the owner. You're the actual owner. So it's true. It's true. I'm like the assistant GM. Yeah, yeah. Wow. That's how you wrote me back into this fantasy league. Yeah, I, I want. I wanted you to be a part of it. I appreciate it. Send me a screenshot of our starting lineup, so at least I know who the hell's playing this weekend. Yeah, it's bad. I don't even want to send it. 
Okay. Well, we, so let's see. I'm going to have a piss poor betting weekend and go over three in fantasy. This is great. <laughs> you have three leagues? Are you in three? Well, considering you just told me, you just announced that I was in that one. That okay, makes sense. So three. three. I have the dynasty, the other one, and then this. Three is a good number because it's really hard to lose three weeks, like three leagues in the same week. <laughs> Hold my but, beer up. It'll happen this weekend now. <laughs> well, I have losing a week, losing your fantasy matchup during the fall. For me, it it, it affects your week. It, it doesn't affect my week. Uh, well, I just I guess I haven't grown up because yeah, <laughs> it kills my week. At least admit it. When do you fly out to New York? Uh, the tenth. Saturday. Okay. No. Saturday. Sun, sun. Sunday. We're, it's sun. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. So you're flying out. Okay, flying out there Sunday. What time do you get in? Are you going to be able to go around the city on Sunday? Yeah, we'll, we're flying in super early. So we'll be able to watch all the games in the city cool. with, yeah, so we'll be. So I, I'll, I'll send you I'll send you the lineup so you can tweak it for me. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. We just work on it. I'll do it. But enjoy your trip, man. Have fun up there. Uh, I will. I will. Yeah, and let's, let's hope we have a good gambling weekend. Oh. All, that's right. all right. All right. We'll, we'll see everyone next week. All right. Y'all take care.